Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Welcome, everyone, to Kill Me Now. I have a theme song for this guest, okay? Before I introduce her, because we're so fucking excited. Okay, ready? <laughs> Here it is. I fucking love her, 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 I fucking love her. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Maria Bamford is here. Oh, Judy, Maria. I, can't, I can't believe it. I am uh, delighted. Um, I Yes, I'm amazed. Oh, my God. I'm delighted. And I, really, uh, the, that song needs it's, to be put on an album of some kind. I know. Don't you think? <laughs> Maria, listen. I mean, I've known you forever. Yes. I think, I, all right, and this is going to be really annoying, uh, but I think I love you on a such a good mental illness level of getting you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, love yeah. you for the reasons the other people love you, but then I love you extra for visualizing so clearly all the shit that goes through my head. Just the fact that you can grasp all that, sh the shit that goes in your head and you can, it feels like you can sort of grab one thing and be like, okay, I'm going to create this scenario and everyone can kind of see what the fuck is going on in my head. And it's just, I can't even, it's so fucking raw and funny. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. But gosh, I am, I am delighted. And now you'll find out um, that all my bits are so uh, written in advance and well rehearsed that I'm not very uh, intelligible when you talk to me in conversation. No, no so, uh, I, I know that all your bits are, are rehearsed, <laughs> but the fact that you so clearly visualize your thoughts to other people so that they can sort of understand it is fucking mind boggling to me. Well. That, uh, thank you so much. And I remember, I don't know if, if, if I mean, I, my, the first time I saw you was uh, at, I believe, the the comedy gallery in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And just feeling like, oh, no, I can never do it. She's she's a powerhouse. No. You know, just that, you know, anyways, you compare yourself uh, with other people. And uh, yeah, anyways. Yeah, but you're such an individual. I'm just, I'm just big and loud. All right, so let's talk about you grew up in, in Duluth. Yeah, and I'm there right now. Um, I know, mom, do you like it? Your mom's really well, sick, right? My mom has the stage four lung cancer. And oh, sorry. Uh, is, uh, oh, yeah. Isn't it uh, the worst? It really, it really is not good. I'm not a yeah. fan. I don't like it with a thumbs yeah. up. But the funny, the great thing is that people maintain their personality uh, with with the closeness of mortality. Uh, my mom, she was in the ICU and she said, I've lost four pounds. <laughs> oh, mom, uh, did you, you know, know that uh, yeah. <laughs> when you know, even a even if a coffin is tighter on the hips, eventually it fits. Um, <laughs> I didn't wanna, you know, my friend Henriette Mantel, I don't know if you remember her, but she, yes, yes. yeah, she said, um, if I'm ever on a life support system, I, 
I don't want to be unplugged until I'm down to a size eight. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what happens is that the water leaves your body and water is a sign of life. And uh, no, it's, it's all, it's all uh, good. My my, my mother also said, uh, I just want to be around long enough for those pillows I special ordered from Crate and Barrel to get in. Which she's not wrong. Uh, there right, is, right, right, right. Uh, Those are things you do look, you know, you have to have closure with. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah you want to see how they pop uh, right. with the sunbrella fabric <laughs> and the lilac bush. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're in like a fucking shit show right now. Yeah. Yes. Life is shit. Like life is shit anyway. And then when you have like mental illness, it's shittier. Because everything is err, 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 Well, and I'm I'm on heavy medication, so right. things are so much better than they were when I used to live here as a child. Right uh, now, I'm like, oh, I get it. Uh, right. There's a large body of fresh water that seem, people seem to enjoy. Right, and um, <laughs> and, Wait, but did you feel like all right? So I do a lot of research on all my guests, and oh, I fucking it. love. I know it's bad. So good. You started feeling. This is what it says in the research. Yes. Like OCD-ish at 10 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like 10, I started having fears that I'm going to, gonna. Um, well, the comedic answer is I was going to chop my family up into chunks and bits, right. have sex with chunks and bits, put those chunks and bits on a cob salad, and then right. feed it to the baby Jesus. Do you feel like you would have put dressing? Like you, would you have put the ranch uh, or yes, the balsam? Yes, habanero ranch. Um, uh, yeah, and so, so, but it was this. It was yeah. It wasn't a time where that OCD was uh, be- now it right. better known. Now there's like websites to, you can get online counseling at a place called No CD. Get it? And um, it's wonderful. I uh, like that I- No CD. <laughs> But at this point, they just uh, sent me to a Christian uh, therapist who... uh, I know, what the fuck? You know, the religion and the therapy, not a good combination. But you had, so you had these unwanted thoughts. Yeah, yeah. And that's part of your comedy. Yes. Is so much of the visualizing those unwanted thoughts, but they're so vivid and you're just fucking brilliant. So... So you before you're 10, do you think, oh, normal life, normal, normal, normal? Because I, as a, as a mental illness person, you know, when people like look at my cuticles and, and, you know, I go through periods where they're just bloody and bleeding, you know? Yes. But I remember doing that when I was like six. Like, uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There were yeah. little things and then it just gets unbearable. Is that, do you feel like it It was always going on, but then at 10, it was like, uh. Yeah, I mean, I was also a little sensitive. Right. Um, you know, very shy. But I think, yeah, it really, uh, it got got in there at around nine or 10. And then I started developing behaviors that sort of made it worse. Although, right. it, uh, you know, I, I got an eating disorder. What, a white woman was bleeding? Oh my God, oh, that's come so, on. please. <laughs> Who hasn't? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. So things that probably do you, the anxiety at the time, but we're not. Uh, right. Do you feel like because you were in Duluth, Minnesota, mm. um, it was treated differently than had you been like in Chicago or in New York City or in or do you think it was just, the uh, you know, a sign of the times? 
It's, you know, I think it's hard to say because yeah. everybody, every place has its benefits. Like I, I have a friend who grew up in, in Manhattan and it just tons of therapy, tons of, right, 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 and, yeah. and, and then these believe that that kind of made them more neurotic that right. they got medicated too early, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, and one nice thing about growing up, at least in the eighties in, in the Midwest, there was no pressure to succeed in my family right. for the most part. Like <laughs> it was like, oh, hopefully we maybe you'll get married. Is that right? Is that um, something you consider? Is that you, you could live in a group home? Yeah, group homes. I am all on board, and I, right. I think it's a great idea. And I've tried to, uh, to do it, uh, re reconfigure that situation in my own life. Um, I love a cooperative living situation in theory. Can you have a cooperative living situation with members of your immediate family? That's, that's well, I a can't. good question. I yeah. don't think I can. It would not be cooperative. It would well, not be cooperative. I can afford it. So I'm staying at the residence in, uh, in Duluth, Minnesota, up by the Miller Hill Mile. And they don't have Wi-Fi. Right. You know, not, let's... Let's not worry about it. We don't need right. Wi-Fi right. today. And um, so I'm actually in my father's <laughs> office, which my, my dad, but I, I could stay in their basement and they offered right. several times if I could stay in their basement. But I know that sometimes, uh, for example, when I tried to print something from my father's computer, he said, I'm not going to let you have my password. <laughs> dad, if I were playing <laughs> the long game and... This part, <laughs> yeah, now I'm going to take you for all you have. <laughs> Green all your retirement accounts. Oh, That'd just God. be that is so good. Okay, hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yes, my father will not let me have his password. So that's the kind of thing you want to avoid. But that's, that's <laughs> your home. <laughs> so your father is a doctor, dermatologist, and you were born on a naval base, correct? Yes, yes. If you had to pick a part of the military that's your favorite, would it be? The Navy. Well, partially, yeah. My dad talks very fondly about submarines and enjoying the claustrophobic. No. Uh, yes, he enjoyed it. He goes and visits a submarine anytime there's one available to him in a city that uh, he is currently visiting. Wait, he, does he? Did he spend like a significant amount of time? On, not years, um, right. but enough time. Uh, like to, a week, month? I think, yeah, months, months on a submarine. On a fucking yeah. submarine? Yeah. I think I, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. He, he was the physician on board. So he said right. mostly he dealt with uh, STDs right. uh, because they're sailors. And uh, uh, I've had a, an STD. So what am I talking about? Uh, but maybe that's also. For that's because you were with that sailor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's because I got together with a really interesting guy after a show uh, wow. and met him at a freeway entrance ramp motel with no name. That's not true. Yes. I know. I, 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 that, that sometimes took the edge off any mental anxiety was a one night stands. Really? You didn't, you didn't do that? No, I can't. I'm too emotionally like, don't, you can't touch me unless I really know you and trust you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never got solace from like that. It's sort of, it's like a cutting. It's sort of like cutting, right, right. but because it's, it isn't comfortable and it is frightening and, um, and it re-traumatizes you, but there is you, some relief afterwards. Like, God, you know, my friend Jackie Cations will say, oh, right, I didn't I die. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Right. But then do you, didn't you feel uncomfortable with the person you don't really know? Like, well, being, if you've had a couple of drinks and, yeah. um, and you're also uh, not really in your right mind. Right. Uh, it's hard to, hard to notice. Yeah, I wasn't ever into the one. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. Good I for you. Good it. for you. Hey everyone, you know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great it is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me. I never lie. Factor is amazing. You're going to head to factormeals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero. Okay. Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D five zero, Judy Gold 50 to get 50% 50% off. That's code JudyGold50 at factormeals.com slash JudyGold50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. So your father's a doctor. Your mother. Mom was uh, has been a ther- family therapist. Family therapist. Right. Yes. But she and- didn't train till after we left her, uh, left the house. So uh, some of her techniques were not utilized until after, unfortunately. Right. But you probably gave her that interest in doing that, correct? Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Just sort of like, what's going on? And your father Um, also has had anxiety and depression, right? Yes. He has taken uh, antidepressants um, (laughs) and, but I don't, you know, I don't really need them. And they actually, my parents recently took an interest in, honey, we read in the New York Times that hallucinogens, that ayahuasca can really help you face the afterlife. So we're going down to Minneapolis and uh, (laughs) we're going to do it. Now, 
they didn't actually. My mom uh, got a call from her psychiatrist who said no. And then because she's a uh, bipolar and then right. uh, my dad just decided to take mushrooms. Uh, which I didn't know was possible in a religious ceremony that you can just opt out and say, hey, could you cut the communion wine with some Diet Pepsi? Oh, yeah, I'd like to have the sanctified blood of Christ. But if you got two rocks and a lime back there, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, no, so they they oh, had some kind God. of spiritual experience. But that, uh, Was it that Hiawatha? Th- what is it called? It was supposed to be ayahuasca. They were going to do ayahuasca, ayahuasca yeah. but um, they... You know, I would, I of course would love to do drugs. Uh, I would love to do them so much. All right. But don't you feel like I can't, I mean, I smoke pot and everything, you know, I'm I'm, I'm into the pot, but I am really worried about all these other hallucinogenic drugs and the 5,000 antidepressants I take. Mm. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like I'm really pumped with what I'm on, which is I'm on uh, 75. 700, no, a thousand milligrams of Dove Coat, 50 milligrams of uh, Seroquel. And uh, oh, I love Seroquel. Oh, I was I on that balance. during my depression. Oh, that was good. Do you want to sleep all the fucking time? I do want to sleep all the time. I was about to take a nap before we, we t- began talking. Oh, yeah, I'll try I, to keep you awake. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm up now, uh, now that I see a human face. Yeah. But I know it's changed my life, you know, really, really helped me. Uh, now, if somebody said, Oh, but Maria, uh, you seem a lot slower or right. uh, you're not achieving as much. Uh, I, I don't care. And uh, would you because, say, go fuck yourself? Like, yes. that's what I would say. <laughs> say, I'm not achieving enough. Why don't you fucking worry about yourself? You fucking asshole. Like, that's how I would say it. But not you. Well, you're not Midwestern. Pe- not many people would say it in that way. They wouldn't oh. say you're not achieving enough. They would go, well, don't you? I- <laughs> Have you ever written a book? Oh, God. (laughs) You can, you believe. All right. So I, my book just came out, but I have a whole thing about the shit people say to comedians that they would never say to any other entertainer. Yes. Any other job. Right. You you wouldn't say, uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's, I I know there's other jobs like that. Like if you're a physician, people go, Hey, could you take a look at this? Or if you're, um, yeah. If you're a therapist, people go, so I was molested. Right. And, uh, you know, so, so, so there are certain things people say, but yeah, no, comedian. No, but after funny. a show, like it's, <laughs> and I think it's because we're so, we do bear our souls and we, you know, people think they really know us and they say the fucking stupidest shit. I don't want to hear your jokes. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to hear about your, I mean, the mental illness, sometimes I'm, I'm okay with that, where people are like, you know, I'm really anxious and blah, 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 and I love your podcast, and you because I always talk about mental health in my podcast. But, like, there are some things that are like, oh, I haven't laughed. You know, my whole family was just killed in a, in a car crash, and I came here to laugh. Thank you. Those are the great things. But the other shit... Yes, yeah, so, so there's no boundaries. Helpful. The no boundaries. Yeah, I mean, if it's just not... Super helpful, like um, I, which I've said shit like this myself, right? Where I go, my husband's a big fan. No, 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 right, right. Keep your trap shut. Right. Let your husband talk, right? Then you just stand back, keep your arms folded, right? Look down. You're not into it. I get it. Right. <laughs> we don't need to reiterate. You're not a fan. I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's very fucking weird. It's very fucking weird. All right, so. 
I'm fascinated with people's childhood childhoods and how yes, they grew yes. up. And you uh, and your sister, like if I that photo of your whole family in 1984 could just be like any generic family number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you look in your eyes and you're like, oh my God, there's a fucking genius in there. But it looks like just like average, like you would be in a picture frame that someone buys. Oh, well, mm-hmm. yes. I, 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 uh, you know, we're t- t- a super average group. My, well, my sister is a super wing nut as well. She, right. she was a pathologist for 15 years and then she trained to be uh, a life coach and then eventually shaman. Yeah, so, she's a shaman. Which is, I mean- And she has four kids. And she has four kids. And she uh, has a, a loving, wonderful husband. And she's a relative, she's a very pleasant person. Uh, right. She's still bossy. <laughs> I don't care how many animal spirits you got going for you. Uh, she, she has a strong personality. But yeah, my family is very, uh, is good. They're good. I, so, I like them. All right. So here's my question. You're, you're shy. You're in high school. You play the violin. Yes. When did you start taking violin lessons? At three. And uh, oh, that's not overachiever. Part no, one. Listen, you know, yeah. phone it in. You know, but if you could just do something that would be listed in the New Yorker <laughs> by the time you're forty, we've just—I mean, it's just—it would be nice. My, my mom does like uh, shiny things, achievements, right. uh, medals. Right. Uh, situations. Uh, but uh, also. So, yeah. how did you pick violin? Well, she said, Do you want to do dancing or do you want to do violin? And I remember the whole dancing thing. I'd done a little bit of it and it seemed like you had to carry around a lot of accessories and remember right. a lot of stuff, like a stool and, you know, right. uh, uh, a costume. I was like, Ooh, that yeah. sounds. And then violin, I didn't know what it was. So, I signed up. And it uh, turns out that is a world of accoutrements. Right. And <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, I know. It's a lot of shit. <laughs> but do you think it helped you emotionally? Yeah. Well, yeah. the great thing, it was an ongoing community. It was a structure. It was also that learning. If you practice something over and over again, you will get good at it. Right, uh, right. Whether, whether you enjoy it or not. And that, I think, has <laughs> served me in comedy for sure. Like I, cause I, I don't enjoy, somebody was asking me on a show, they're like, do you like doing anything? And I'm like, oh. like, it's always a bit of a struggle. Right, right, right. You do uh, most things. So I think, uh, yeah, uh, th- that really helped, helped me. Like the idea that just do it, just do it. And then right. you'll, and you'll um, see, and it, the thing, cause I, I was, uh, uh, same, I think music saved me too. And okay. I feel like, you know, cause I have very bad ADHD and that was the only thing I could focus on. Like I could sit there for hours and I was like, you know, and I feel like you're right. Like the structure and the knowing if you put your mind to something, you will accomplish something. And also knowing what you're going to be doing for the next hour is also pretty helpful to me. But I find that there's a lot of comedians who, who are musicians too, because of the timing thing and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's interesting. And it, yeah, I mean, I think it's great. It keeps you off the pipe, keeps you right. off the pole, and right. Um, and also, you see, just like in stand up, you get to see people uh, blossom, like get better right. after practice. Which that is one of the favorite things I have about stand up. Is like you'll see somebody one week. 
And then, and you'll be like, hmm, I don't know. Right. And then like six months later, you're just like, oh my God. Oh my can, God. That can I open that, for you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> but it's a lot of work, but it is a lot, yeah. you know, even though, I mean, I know that you rehearse. I've read that, that, and it's pretty obvious because you're so fucking perfect with all your characters. But if you didn't get on stage and do it on stage, and that's not rehearsed. I mean, you're rehearsing it in the middle, in the in the mirror, or whatever. But you know, doing it on stage every time there's a new audience, it's like a different fucking show. You know, I totally go where the love is, which right. may be a weakness. Some people might call uh, that uh, also. Taking care of yourself? <laughs> well, I've also heard uh, a lack of courage. <laughs> no, you know what? That's not true. That's self-care. That's fucking self-care. I feel like, you know, you recently said something. Wait, where is it? I have to say something about that you think that all. if you're going to go to a comedy club, you need to YouTube. If you don't know the comedian, you need to YouTube or go wherever and listen to their stand-up because... If you don't, that's where hecklers come from and that's where Trump supporters come from. And I couldn't agree more. Like I heard you interviewed and you said, I'd rather do a Tuesday, Wednesday than a Friday set. And I so agree with you. I'd rather do one night and Mm -hmm. the people in the area who know me, I do one show of people, the small amount of people who know me. Yes. And love me and appreciate me and not have to deal with. I totally agree with you. And I don't think that's copping out. But don't you think it's changed a lot since that fucking piece of shit became president? Well, and that I know I was just doing the road a little bit, you know, like it's definitely more volatile if somebody is, you know, at the live shows. Yeah. It was like clear, like, oh, because people are, you know, visually wearing a Trump hat. Right. Um, and I think, you know, just in everyday life, in, I was just in a Minnesota, coffee shop. was this or? Uh, um... uh, this, the last, I think, live show where I had Trump supporters mistakenly think it was a cheesecake factory. They w- walked out of the show uh, was Buffalo, New York. And, um, and I think also I made the mistake of doing too many shows there. Right. I think. It was because like, they give if they if it's not full, they'll they start, go, oh, go on the radio, give two tickets away here and there. And people don't. They're like, oh, free comedy show. I can't fucking take it. Yeah. Which is not some, you know, and I I, I love that that uh, attitude of hope of like, yeah. going, it's free. I'll yeah. go. Yeah, uh, that is that is very brave to. Right. <laughs> Uh, dedicate your next three hours uh, to entertainment that you may not like. Oh, it's music. Right. Uh Oh, Uh, (laughs) so it's been hard. It's hard because I want to avoid that too. I feel like I fucking paid my due. All right. So I'm in Provincetown right now. Yeah. Are you doing live shows? Cause the only live shows I'm doing are face to face at like six feet away at a coffee shop. Right. I do those one-on-one shows on top. I know. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) That is, you think that's not ballsy? It is. I'm preaching to the choir. I'm there with people who are like, yeah, it's, it's very lovely. I couldn't do it. Uh, I mean, I could, but I couldn't do it like you do it. So I, uh, there's an outdoor theater here and I do shows at Monday night and Wednesday night in front of a live audience. It's really saved me being able to get on stage. I mean, they're 25 feet away and we're, you know, everyone's far apart, but I don't care. I don't care. My papers are flying all over the place. I don't give a shit. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. And it's Provincetown. But that being said, 
there were Trump supporters at my show uh, the first night who wanted their money back. And then they defaced my posters um, with a Sharpie. They wrote horrible show. Now, oh, my God, why are there Trump supporters in my home of Provincetown? Like, don't come here. That's not what we're about. But it's like everyone is on edge and in a bad mood because of that orange piece of shit. No, I mean, there. I know there's psychological studies of like where they watched kids who were asked to. Anyways, people are just mimicking what the leaders. Right. Do, right. You know, so it's it's suddenly not only OK, but it's encouraged right. to um, be uh, not great as a right. human. Being. So You're so I love the way you Midwesternize everything I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, listen, I hate some stuff. Um, <laughs> I can't put my finger on it, but yeah, it's just the, the mean spiritedness is so uh, like it's bizarre. like he's giving it, you know, it's OK to be an asshole. It's OK to be a bully. It's OK. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I know I, I did. I, I did. I filed a restraining order against Trump uh, as a, you know, as a obviously right. as a joke, uh, but also, you know, as some sort of meaningful. Right. <laughs> I, I live tweeted it and immediately like death threats. And, no. like, and I was just like, oh, this is a fucking joke. I'm trying to say something. Yeah. Uh, and. Obviously, and you know, the judge denied me as he right. as he uh, well. But it, it's I guess. A, it's true. It's great. Yeah, I want to yeah. fucking restrain. Get away out of my head. Yeah, but exactly. but they're they're they don't know how to take a joke. Like that's the thing. When you don't get humor, there's really something wrong with you. When you don't understand humor and satire and can't separate yourself from a fucking joke, it's not about you, asshole. You know I love my liquid IV, that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone, three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know I've been bragging about Ben my son, Ben, who plays basketball, his team, his entire team, they love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love Liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar-free, white peach, green grape, lemon, lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the the, uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor. They're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated. Hydration is very important. So weekends are for going wild, as you all know. Have a game plan for Monday. That's what you need. I just had this conversation with Ben's girlfriend. I said, if you're going to go out and party, you need a game plan. And what's your game plan? Liquid IV. Weekends, 
or for going wild, have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome! You go through high school, and then you go to Bates College in Maine. Yes. How come you picked Bates? Rando. Just, it was early admission, and you're uh, smart. You so you were like a great student, right? No, not that great. I would say like I'm B B average, and I mean I was, yeah, I, I was a, a good s- salesman. I think of <laughs> right of your but, work, uh, but I don't think uh, you know I was no superstar. Um, but I uh, yeah, I just wanted to go far away, someplace right. I'd never been to. And I knew that they didn't have any sororities or fraternities. And yeah, I wish I had saved my parents some money because that was private college yeah. tuition. And uh, I need, I'm i further making amends for that every day that I live by bringing my mother peanut butter toast. Okay, so uh, that's but, good. You made it up to them. But, oh, God. But you, what did you think you wanted to study? Oh, wait, I have to know. Did you go to the prom in high school? Yes. My, I, my school is very small. So we right. had a, a class of 50 students. So whatever you did, you were in. Like I was varsity track. Wow. Varsity volleyball. Though, no, of course not. A, I, I should not have been. Um, no, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. There weren't enough. There weren't right. enough to participate. So, um, yeah, I did actually win, and it was due to my father, uh, because I was so depressed. I think my junior, he got me into a Dale Carnegie training courses. Oh, yes, I read about this, yeah. Yeah, and so I started using all those techniques at school, mostly with the under 7th and 8th grade uh, students who are the primary part of the uh, election vote, electoral right. college there, and they, I was voted a winner of Frolic Queen. Um, due to not due to, you know, people's true feelings, but right. through the majority right. of, of small people <laughs> who I marketed myself to. <laughs> Good job. Is your name Jason? Jason, Jason. What a, so great to meet you, Jason. Really like that striped rugby shirt you have on. <laughs> for me. I love that. You go to Bates. For two went, years, right? Two years. And yeah. I was terrified uh, f- f- after co- uh, high school. I had a boyfriend got, leaving out of high school. And I just remember just going, oh, my God, I I can't let anyone know how awful I feel and how, you know, poorly I'm doing. Like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Right. I think I was having some kind of hypomania, like, yeah, difficulty sleeping. Kind right. Of, um, and definitely my eating disorder was getting worse and worse. And so at the end of my sophomore year, I broke up with my high school boyfriend because I could not tell him that I was bulimic and then um, promptly called a suicide hotline. And, yes, and you in- ate a lot. You ate uh, a lot and then called the suicide hotline. You got right? that right. Yep. I okay. read that. Yes. And uh, then. And that's the first time you. And you you said that because you did that, you you believe in group 
and other people helping, you yeah, know? Yeah, totally. Like I, I believe, uh, yeah, that's, I went to, got into 12 step groups, which I know is a cult and I know is a, but it's free. And it right. Is, and it helped free. you and it helped and you. And it helped. And, and you don't have to they, take everything. You take what's good for you. Yeah. That's the thing is they, they also can't kick you out. Even if you go to a meeting with a Bud Light, you know, and uh, you're eating an ice cream cake with a stolen right. porn DVD, all of that <laughs> is, uh, keep coming back. She's a newcomer. This is so awesome. And yeah, no, I'm in, I, I can't say which ones I'm in because of the, uh, cult yeah, rules, the end, yeah. which I love. I, which it bothers me so much because I just feel like I just want to tell everybody everything. Yeah, I know. So, um, but I'm in a food related one, money related one, and then a relationship based one. Oh, they're so. So we good. can figure them out. We can. Figure oh them God, out. just um, yeah, check them okay, out. Okay, so then you leave Bates and you go to Edinburgh, Scotland. Yes. Scotland for yeah, junior year abroad. Oh, that. So you were planning on going back to? I was. Uh, I was planning sort of on going back, but then I got so depressed. And, you ended up at um, the University of yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, I went up in a treatment program at the University of Minnesota and shaved my head. And I know I, I'm not getting there yet. into getting Wait, into. Uh, so, so when you were in Edinburgh, you joined. You were the first female member. Right of the of the, the, wasn't there an improv group that yes, you joined uh, the improv the improverts yeah yeah which I, I I didn't know that that I was a yeah yeah I didn't know that at the time but um, was that the first time you did improv it was the first time I did improv and then also um, I didn't do stand up because stand up in the UK is is super intense like it's right. like a lot like what I thought that the East Coast I think is like where it's like. People feel very comfortable heckling um, in full sentences right. that actually make a lot of sense. <laughs> like, you're like, ooh, very good point. Yeah. Very good yeah. point. Yeah. And um, so I, I did stand up a few times in um, in college my first couple of years. And then, uh, but yeah, I didn't try it again until I went back to Minnesota. Um, okay. So you do the improv, but so you realize that being on stage is something that you like. Yes. Oh, yes. And okay. I always liked that. Like I always, I ran for office only right. to do the speech. Right. Uh, yeah. Cause I just, I love to pontificate. And right. um, as, as again, my friend Jackie Keisha, I'm constantly quoting her, uh, all comics are fighting the wind of autism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. I love her. But it's so, do you feel, cause I do, I feel way more comfortable talking on stage than I do in normal life. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love a hard out. I know. I love, uh, <laughs> you know, to mute and be muted. Fantastic. That, I, I love it. Um, <laughs> so you then shave your head and start playing the violin in the street. Uh, uh, yeah, street and on stage and doing a lot of uh, women's kind of nights and uh, right and uh, moved into a few different cooperatives and then. Um, yeah. And I was not financially stable in any way. These right. were not money makers. Uh, I was right. a year late in rent at my, uh, hippie cooperative called a year. Bosch. Yeah. House. Finally, everyone's like, Hey man, um, listen, uh, could you throw any money? And I'm like, yeah, I am so sorry. Um, no, I love that it takes them a year. They're probably like, I don't know, maybe next month. I don't yeah. know, maybe next month. 
Yeah, or that, you do it next month. You know, <laughs> and it, apparently that's not something I, I don't suffer from codependency. I was like, right. you guys are you guys are cool, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I I got into improv in Minneapolis and uh, started yeah just doing more stuff. Then I did a one person show because I realized oh that's I get more time if I say right. It's a and one people are show. already listening. If you're in a theater, people are already listening. Which, uh, yeah, I love that. And uh, yeah, so I started doing those and um, for, yeah, just an hour in length. And so, yeah, I did, I did that. And, and so but the, by the time I, I think I was moved to Los Angeles, which was I was there in L.A. or Minneapolis for three years. You know, I'd done most of the things you would want to do in Minneapolis. I, I didn't I tried doing the road out of outside of the cities. Right. And um uh, I did so poorly that I was just like, oh no, I can't. Yeah, it's hard. The road is so hard. Yeah. Especially for people who are not road comics. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not sociable. I'm not likable, particularly on some level. I think you're likable. Well, to people who've come out for generic good time, you know, I'm not... I'm not like, I'm like a, a tense hummingbird where it's like, oh no, <laughs> is everything going to be all right? No, it's not. It's not. I remember I met you in the early nineties. I think it was yes, yes. in LA. I was living in LA and we had a, the same manager, Bob Reed. Bob Reed. That's right. Can you believe it? And he was like, I remember he was like, Oh my God, this Maria Bamford, she's fucking hilarious. Yes, he was such a really? huge fan. Yes, he loved you. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. I find it interesting that with all your shyness and then like and your 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 mental stuff, your and mo- emotional stuff, that you go like you've traveled, you've put yourself in situations that are sort of you've been really brave. Like you went to Edinburgh and then you went, you know. And you've been in the psych ward and then you, you moved to LA, which is a psych ward. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is an interesting way of, um, it, except it's friendlier. I got to say friendlier right. than most psych wards. Um, I, the thing I loved about LA is because I, I thought, well, if I'm going to move someplace for entertainment, LA, even if it's false right. friendliness, I, I approve. You don't care. I don't care. I, I would much rather have somebody say, you're a genius. You're amazing. And I definitely want to get together again. And <laughs> have it ever come through. Um, <laughs> like, but the agent, like in Lady Dynamite, uh, Anna Gasteyer's, oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> just that I, I don't want to manage you. I, I mean, be your agent. I just want to be your best friend. It's just the most brilliant. I just wish I could do. It's so fucking hilarious because it's so true. Yeah, no, it's so, I mean, I, of course, everybody knows the, the, yeah, the rumor that Hollywood is, is, is bizarre. And then you, you start um, experiencing it and you go, oh, 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 I see. Like if somebody says, even if we have a meeting and someone's giving me a bottle of water and a kale salad, that does not mean anything's going to happen after this. Right. Like, even if they say, we're going forward. Right. Love what you do. Right. Production starts tomorrow. Right. Wait. What? Hold on a second. Check your alarm up the next day, because it might not be on. It right. Might not be on. 
That I, it's so, uh, and my girlfriend, Elisa is always like, why don't you tell me about, and I'm like, cause it's not, who knows if it's ever going to happen. Like I literally don't tell, like these people who go on like Facebook and Twitter are like, something really good's going to happen soon. I can't talk about it. I'm like, what? I can't, I could never do that. Yeah. I try to just enjoy exactly what's happened. Like, Turns out I love kale salads, a Caesar salad. Right. That was much. the best thing that happened. And <laughs> yeah. Three bottle of water. Can you validate my parking? Right. Wow. Once you lower, lower the expectations of what it's going to be and that everyone is hustling. I mean, I think that has been very interesting for me when I've met people who are very high up or in my point of view, express the an, an insane amount of anxiety or right. as much as or more than like, yeah, you know, uh, the kids are at private school and then I got my uh, house in the Pacific Palisades and property taxes do. I just hope this fucking deal goes through. You know, it's like, oh my God. Like, I know, right. <laughs> like people are all, all, you know, everyone's having their own um, private nightmare. Right. Or, uh, yeah, experience that, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for listening to part one of Kill Me Now with the one and only Maria Bamford. That's correct, people. If you like the show, I'm not even going to say that anymore. Since you like the show, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. It helps more people find this amazing podcast. Five stars only, please. Five stars. That's it. That's the only review you can give me. Also, if you have not purchased my book, yes, I can say that when they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble. What the fuck is wrong with you? Seriously, it's great. The audiobook was featured in New and Noteworthy in the New York Times book review. Okay? Hello? And my parents are dead. So I need you to buy this book, okay? Or listen to the book or get the Kindle. It's on the Kindle. I'm going to just read a review on Amazon. I'm just going to read you a random person I don't know. This book was great. It covers comedy and comedians and how their comedy can be socially relevant, political, dirty, cringeworthy, and funny at the same time. She covers the history of comedy all with her wonderful brand of humor. I highly recommend it. Okay? That's from a random person. Anyway, it would really mean so much to me if you would check it out. All order links are on the homepage of judygold.com. Judygold.com, which is brand new, by the way. Or wherever books are sold. Okay, don't go to the library because I don't get any money for that. Anyway, um, but if you want to, you can and you'll get COVID. Anyway, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram for all upcoming virtual and live events and dates and just things I'm doing and what I'm thinking because it's very important, whatever I have to say. And that's at Judy Gold at J-E-W-D-Y-G-O-L-D, you know, like Jew Gold. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all so much. Please remember to wear a mask, take good care of yourself, and vote. V-O-T-E, vote. Thank you again. And as we always say, so long. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, for, it's Just Kill Me. Oh, don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. Now. No, Judy Gold's Just Kill Me. Just Kill Me Now. Just Kill Me Now. <laughs>